Hello, this is Jeff Windsor, and this is Lucky Words, a podcast where we talk about culture, art, and a good deal of poetry, ideally all while we're outdoors doing something cool. I just stepped off the Little Baldy Trail, number 33, that heads up to Little Baldy, surprisingly. And yesterday was the last day of classes for the semester. And I'm going to read a poem, perhaps celebrating the end of that. Nah, that's too depressing. This is Theodore Rothke's Dolor. I have known the inexorable sadness of pencils, neat in their boxes, dolor of pad and paperweight, all the misery of manila folders and mucilage desolation in immaculate public places, lonely reception room, lavatory, switchboard, the unalterable pathos of basin and pitcher, ritual of multigraph, paperclip, comma, endless duplication of lives and objects. I have seen dust from the walls of institutions, finer than flour, alive, more dangerous than silica, sift, almost invisible through long afternoons of tedium, dropping a fine film on nails and delicate eyebrows, glazing the pale hair, the duplicate gray standard faces. Dang, that is one depressing poem. This description of city life, of office life, oh, doesn't that just sound miserable? There is a satisfaction, a little schadenfreude, of being outside, sitting on a rock surrounded by trees and feeling the wind blow against me to look up and see snow-capped mountains and to read about the inexorable sadness of pencils. Now, I love pencils. I really do. I have kind of this really sad addiction to them. One year for Father's Day, Kate gave me a subscription to the Pencil of the Month Club, where I was sent every month a special or limited edition or imported pencil, and it was one of the best gifts I've ever received. But the way he is discussing the lifeless, well, it's not correct to call it lifeless, In fact, he calls the dust from the walls of institutions finer than flour alive, more dangerous than silica. His description of this dust that falls, it is an awful living monster almost, destroying those who have to live underneath its spell. I love in this poem the way he uses these lists to add to the the sense of the tedium and the endlessness of office life. He talks about reception room, lavatory, switchboard, later multigraph, paperclip, comma. These lists just emphasize the tedium of it. He uses a rhetorical technique called asyndeton, which is a list. We expect a list to go A, B, and C. Asyndeton is to remove that final conjunction, so it just becomes A, B, C. And one of the effects of asyndeton is it creates this sense of expectancy, which is never resolved. 
without the conjunction in that spot signaling the end, when we move on past that, it leaves us feeling a little off-kilter, off-balance. Also, pay attention to this poem to how much alliteration there is. Misery of manila folders, reception room, fine film. And notice how that gives the poem another sense of repetition and tediousness. He doesn't use them in a way to uh, emphasize and make something happier, but rather to make it sadder. This poem is hard to read out loud and impossible to read with exuberance. I also love at the end of this poem, there is a big long sentence and we don't get the key verb. It feels like forever. Listen to this sentence. I have seen dust from the walls of institutions, finer than flour, alive, more dangerous than silica, sift almost invisible through the long afternoons of tedium, dropping a fine film on nails and delicate eyebrows, glazing the pale hair, the duplicate gray standard faces. The key verb in that is sift. It comes after two full lines, and then he sets it off again with a comma immediately afterwards, calling it almost invisible. That just, it buries it and does similar work to what the asyndeton does in the poem as well. It just makes us feel a little off kilter. We have a hard time centering and figuring out where we are. It lends to this sense of tedium, also the off-balanced nature of office work that he's describing. So while I get to sit here on this rock on the side of this mountain and feel the breeze blow, I'm going to read Theodore Rothke's poem one more time. This is Dolor. I have known the inexorable sadness of pencils neat in their boxes, dolor of pad and paperweight, all the misery of manila folders and mucilage, desolation in immaculate public places, lonely reception room, lavatory switchboard, the inalterable pathos of basin and pitcher, ritual of multigraph, paperclip, comma, endless duplication of lives and objects. And I have seen dust from the walls of institutions finer than flour, alive, more dangerous than silica, sift almost invisible through long afternoons of tedium, dropping a fine film on nails and delicate eyebrows, glazing the pale hair, the duplicate gray standard faces. Mm -hmm. 